0: Reverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Mike and friends, he
1: says what he wants, ain't holding nothing back.
2: This is Max & Friends. I'm your host, Max Tucci. Welcome back to another Max & Friends. Well, if you're tuning in for the first time, where have you been? We have been here for 12 years, and I have to tell you that in this now exact moment where we're all supposed to be, I'm grateful that you're here. My guest who's going to join me in just a little bit is Mary C. Smith. She's a wonderful guest. We're going to have a wonderful conversation about love, about learning, about stopping to worry during the pandemic. And also just about life and childhood and being one of 14 children. So let me know what you're doing. Tweet me at Max Tucci, Instagram me at Max Tucci, and let's just be part of this beautiful, conscious conversation. You know, prior to the show, I told Mary C. Smith that I really wanted to do a show where we felt like like we were nurturing you into this week. Um, my birthday is coming up on Valentine's day. So, you know, that's going to be a lot of fun for last year. We had my pal, Ashley Longshore here for my birthday. So that was a lot of fun. So we'll see what this year has in store for my birthday and what show that's going to be. But for tonight's show, sit back, relax, and just be you. That's who you do best. You're the reason why you're here. You are the reason why you're here. I posted the other day on Instagram, um, a wonderful quote that I always said that said, Be kind to yourself because you're always listening. We are always listening to ourselves. We have millions of thoughts a day. And are those thoughts kind? And are those thoughts loving? And are those thoughts who you really are? So I definitely want to know. Instagram me at Max Tucci. And let's, let's carry the conversation. Also, what I wanted to mention was so much is going on. And I know I haven't done a live show in a minute. So I appreciate you all for sticking through with me while... Literally, I had to go through my stuff. So, you know, we sold the house in L.A., and that was bittersweet. Then found another house uh, in New York, in, in Westchester County, and then that didn't go through. And then another house in Ridgefield, Connecticut, and that didn't go through. But what I was always reminded that the universe will always rise up to meet me. And I really want to share that with you, because I think the beauty of the universe rising up to meet you is really all about that. It's all about the love and the joy that we have for ourselves. So we're going to have a good conversation here tonight on Max and Friends. I hear a lot of background noise, so I don't know if that's us here in the studio or what it is, but we'll address that in a minute. So I'm sorry for that if you guys hear that. But um, yeah, so I think the joy of this present moment is that we're just going to enjoy it, have fun and i'll get into more of my story in just a minute but right now let's welcome my guest mary c smith to max and friends welcome to the show hi thank you so much for having me what a pleasure i'm so grateful that you're here and you know you have your own podcast so you know what this is all about because you said so so before we get into the genesis of who you are tell us a little about your podcast because i want to know about it because oh you said so Well, because you
3: said so, really, it's just about how I know the the power of words, right? Like, I really believe that every word is a catalyst, almost. Um, And for a long time, I really did not say nice things to myself. So I had to change the narrative that was going on in my head. Um, And, you know, I had a lot of time on my own, of course, as we all did with the pandemic. And I started talking to my friends and spending more time with them. And I noticed that they really don't speak very kindly to themselves yeah. either. There's a lot of, Oh, I'm so stupid. And what a jerk. And I can't believe I fell for that. But, uh, and I'm trying to change that. I just, I'm trying to lift everybody up and let them know that. And cause you're right. Every, the cells are listening. Our body cells are. are listening to everything we say, and everything we do. And you know
2: what? I have to stop you right there because they're listening to us in the control booth and they're saying that your sound is coming in crackled. So what we're going to do is if we can get you back in a second And then we're going to pick up from every cell's listening because they are listening and they're listening to us in the control booth. So so I don't know if there's a no, it's listen, here's what I know for sure. There is so much energy right now, you know, and they're saying that the earth is spinning faster than ever. So, you know, I just think that you and I have this extreme energy right now and that's (laughs) what's picking up. But um, actually, it might be better now. So we can continue the conversation. Ronan, is that better? I don't know. We'll we'll talk. And if it is, then we'll carry on. If not, this is live. So for me, there's no mistakes, no experiences ever wasted. (laughs) You know, I used to sweat at stuff like this. And now I'm like, okay, life happens. Yeah, 12 um, years in, you know it's up. Yeah, 12 years in. Okay, you're there's your sound. Perfect. So um, yeah, so every cell is listening. And I think people don't realize that. They don't realize that. We're, you know, we really should be giving ourselves unconditional love. And what's interesting is that recently I had this revelation, like, you know, I I love my cars. I drive a few of them and I go to the gas station and I put premium in my cars, but I don't put like premium food in my body and I don't put premium thoughts in my head. Yet I'm thinking, why do I take better care of my cars than sometimes myself? And that's what Mm -hmm. thoughts will do. So because you said so, how did you start that podcast and where can we listen to it and where can we find it?
3: Um, it's on anchor but it's all over the place it's on all the other places you would find your podcast I just have the trailer out now I have about six or seven um, episodes in the can waiting to be um, dropped I I just have a couple of other things going on at the moment so I didn't want to overwhelm myself Uh, and I again I just started it because I really don't think people understand the power of words and I used to have a joke when I was doing stand-up that was um you know, everybody's got that old aunt that's like, when are you going to settle down? And I'm like, woman, I thought we were friends. Why would I want to settle down? Like, <laughs> You want to rev it up. You find that person you dig, you get your freak on, right? Like, why would you Absolutely. settle down? But, but it really sets the tone for relationships. I don't want to settle down when, I, when I'm in a relationship. I want to I get going.
2: I hear right? you so, fully.
3: <laughs> yeah, and that was the first thing that really rang true to me. And like I said, we spent so much time on our own. Um, with this pandemic and I realized I really didn't like myself and I really wasn't talking very nicely to myself.
2: Isn't that amazing? And you know, you're not alone.
3: Now that we're spending so much time with ourselves, you better make sure you like yourself.
2: I love myself. I mean, I've always loved myself. You know, the funny thing is, I, we're going to let everyone know how we met. But I always say that I, I'm like my number one fan and I would totally sleep with myself if I could. <laughs> you know, and that's the love I have for myself, you know, not in the vulgar way, but like I love myself where it's, it's self-compassion. And that's something that I'm really working on this year. I have compassion for so many people. Yes. For, and then it's like self-compassion. Wait, but what is it? And why aren't I practicing it? And how can I to love myself more? So I'm really in the self-compassion mode. But let's talk about how we met, and then we'll talk about the genesis of your life, your family, growing up, New Jersey, having 13 brothers and sisters, and just so other, so many other things. So Sherry Salata, whom she's mm-hmm. been here on the show, friends of the show, was mm-hmm. doing a five-day course on Write Your New Story 2021. And it was a five-day course online and It was really, I knew that it was going to be powerful and I knew I had to sign up and I knew I had to be part of that. And it was really learning vocabulary for your story and what's Mm -hmm. the vocabulary you want for your story and really some really amazing um, opportunities that were unfolding just to understand who we are and what we want our story to be. So Mary, before I talk more about this, what what inspired you to, to sign up to write your new story 2021? And how did you hear about it? Um, I was in,
3: uh, Kathy Heller's, um, uh, made to do this program for 12 weeks where you do some deep diving, um, and you pull up a lot of stuff that, you know, that program that was put into you years and years and years ago as a child, when all you did was absorb, you know, mm-hmm. somebody else wrote this program for me, you know, somebody said, Oh, again, the power of words, you just don't know how you're going to affect somebody later on in life. Um, and she came on the show as a special guest with Kathy Heller. And I was just so intrigued. Her story is amazing. Like I that serendipity, beautiful no was an amazing story. And that's what really took me in. And when she mentioned that, how she was, I know exactly how to talk to myself when I'm feeling bad. I know exactly how to talk to myself when I have disappointed myself. She goes, but I never spend any time talking myself up. And let me tell you, like, I have I had no boundaries growing up all I did was work and work and produce you know I'm the youngest of 14 kids so you better get going fast you know the first one up is the best one dressed and don't be late to the dinner table so it's just mm-hmm. constant constant running and it wasn't about self self-care are you kidding me we we're like lucky to get out of the house with shoes on who knows who knows if we brushed our teeth it was just the bare minimum yeah. So having her, she helped me write this whole new story. And I have taken this last six
2: months to really fall in love with myself
3: for the first beautiful? time in
2: 52 years. <laughs> so where did you start? How did you start falling in love with yourself? For those who are listening and saying, you know what, Mary C. Smith, I can't fall in love with myself. What do you tell them?
3: You got to get quiet. Mm-hmm. I, COVID gave me the time and space, the time for quiet and the space for creativity And the minute I let all of those voices shut down, the minute I let all of that activity drop from around me, I mean, it took me like eight months to let my shoulders come down because my stress was so compounded. Yes. It was, and it will kill you, literally. So what I did was I started um, meditating every day. I started with just 10 minutes and then I started a routine. I would walk for 45 minutes every day, go to the dog park with my dog, not have any distractions, turn my flipping phone off. Okay. Don't be so accessible. And let's have the receipts of all of the good things that you do in your life. Take pictures of your beautiful kids and put them on your phone. Take pictures of the great meal that you made. Stop focusing on all of the bad shit that you don't want in your life. Yeah. It's all about this manifesting attitude.
2: Yeah, it is. You know, that's so true because There was a point, you know, our studio in L.A. closed, like, I think last March or something. Um, And then we all went remote. But I was doing remote anyway for, like, the last 10 years. Like, when I was in L.A., it was fun because I always went into the studio. So that didn't really, like, trigger me to say, like, oh, we're remote now. Like, you know, I have a whole new way of looking at things. But I just felt like like you, like, in the sense of why do I feel so stressed out? Yeah. Um, You know, like what and i it's not like I took on new things that were giving me stress. But why am I reacting in such a way where I feel like you did, where I can't like, why are my shoulders touching my ears? (laughs) And why can't I just be still and know? And I've been meditating since I'm 13 years old. My grandmother was a yoga teacher. So I have been doing that since like, you know, it's second nature to me. And then I found myself like in just such a funk where I never like had a therapist in my life. And then I saw a BetterHelp commercial and I was like, you know what? I want to talk to someone, you know, I can come on air and talk about every single thing in the whole wide world. And I have an awesome partner and I have awesome family, awesome friends. And, you know, it's just like, I just want someone who doesn't know me that can give me their perspective or they can just be a soundboard. And let me tell you, that helped me so much in the sense where he's really like a life coach than he is a therapist, but he's both. So it was Mm -hmm. like, I could literally feel my heart rate slower. My shoulders were coming down. Oh, yeah. My breath started coming back to me. And I was like, Max, just you got to love yourself more. And just, you know, thoughts are thoughts and let them go. So growing up in a house of 13 siblings, I'm sure there were so many thoughts. Did you ever find time to just be by yourself? Or was it always there was always something?
3: No, there was always something. Honestly, um, there was always something. There was always some action going on. Rarely were we by, only when I was punished was I by myself. (laughs) That's about it.
2: (laughs) Wow. And, you know, I find it interesting, all these years later, now you have a coaching business is there I do. that you would have taught your siblings that you know now be <laughs> having a coaching business? Yes. How would you have coached your family? <laughs> I would have, look, I would have taught
3: everybody how to take care of their bodies. I didn't know anything about nutrition. I didn't know anything about anything, about flossing, about pampering, about massages, about wow. pedicures. I didn't know anything about that, right? Like, you went to the doctor when it was your turn. Like, nobody, <laughs> that's just the way our lives were,
1: mm-hmm.
3: and I I, I did mean to tell you, like, I I was never very kind to myself. I was always rough with myself. I had to, like, literally tell myself to show my hands how to nicely and gently put moisturizer on my face. Like, everything was just so rough. Mm -hmm. So totally rough. Um, But I did have this experience right before I took this class. And that's what kind of got me into Shari Salata. They were talking, and Kathy Heller was talking about Joe Dispenza a lot. And I had this healing experience. I was in so much pain and I was just trying to be nice to myself for the first time, I don't know, in probably 30 years. And I was actually stretching and spending time on just me. Mm -hmm. And I had this healing experience. And instead of like blood coursing through my veins, there was this golden light and it was going towards my hip. I was supposed to have hip replacement last year and my shoulder that has arthritis. And I could jump up and down and do deep knee bends. And this lasted for like an hour and a half. And I thought about, this is just, One instance of a moment of positive thinking and being kind to myself. I was nice to myself. I gave myself an inch of kindness, and the universe threw a barrel of it at me. Um, It was amazing.
2: Amazing. So what were the intentions that you went into? Because I love when the universe rises up to meet us, but there's always an intention. So what were the intentions that you put out?
3: Uh, You know what was... Okay, so my mom gave me um, an autobiography kit probably 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, hey, I have a story. Let me let me dust this thing off, right? right? <laughs> and the first thing was do your family tree. I forgot two brothers, so I already failed that. <laughs> and then it was write down um, your your earliest childhood memories, your first three childhood memories. And um, Max, they were all traumatic. Really, they were all traumatic, and I had never really addressed them, and I honestly didn't even remember them until I started writing. And as soon as I did that, that's what triggered this whole healing thing. Like, you got to wow. let it go to let something good in.
2: Yeah. And I've, know, I, I've been holding yeah. on to that for 50 years. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a song. Um, sound booth is time me again. We're going to adjust your, your volumes. And then we're going to talk about traumatic experiences because what I realized was I had them too. But to me, they didn't feel like trauma just because they were my life. And then someone said, no, the shit you went through, that's not what people go through. (laughs) I thought it was normal. I thought it was normal to have the press at your Thanksgiving day table because you had 78 people there. I don't know. (laughs) You know, and I thought it was normal. Like my father died when I was eight. Okay, you know, and then it was like, okay, but that's not. It is normal because it's part of life, but it's how we address it and how we then release it into the atmosphere to then service us so we're going to play a song right now okay it is we're going to address it when we come back right now ronan let's play one of my favorite songs let's be still for a couple of minutes here's what i'm going to set this song up this way and ronan if we can get mary c smith back let's release her for a minute (laughs) we'll bring her back and then um we're going to play this song in the meantime and what i want you to do during this song is really just take take these next i think the song is like four minutes or so Take these minutes to really just be with yourself. Be in the present space of love. Love yourself right now. Love these lyrics and just let them take you to a spiritual place. Right now, Max and Friends, lead me to the water. We'll be right back. My guest, Mary C. Smith. Stay tuned.
0: Hypnotic
2: Remember that show back in the day? So, Sharon is one of my besties. So, we are back with my guest, Mary C. Smith. Choose love, Mary. How are you? Welcome back from the Thank song. You. Thank you. That's a beautiful song. So beautiful. So beautiful. Lead me to the water. You know, it's just like sometimes we all just need to go to the water. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> right. So, all right. We're going to talk about trauma. And then we're going to jump into what I want to know, which um, I have a note here that says how I found my purpose and what I want for the future. But before we get into that, let's go into the past. Let's talk about trauma and how you define it for you and how you look at it now. Well, okay, Um, I think that trauma
3: defines you. For your entire life, I think that trauma is the thing that sets that program in motion in your head that lets you know you can do this, you can't do that. I should do this, I shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and unfortunately, it's the wrong message for the mm-hmm. wrong person. You know, you're when you're young, you're just absorbing everything around you, and you're taking clues from the people that you sur- are surrounded by, which you have no choice in. Right? So, bad or mm-hmm. good or bad, you're taking all that stuff in. As as an adult, I really recommend everybody working with somebody who is a trauma healer, um, Mm -hmm. some kind of regression coach, because until you get rid of that and release it from your body, it's always going to be the thing that holds you back. there is my sister like there's a story of my sister was in camp she went to swim camp the teacher told her to do the dead man's float why we even have to practice the dead man's float I have no idea that's a whole other show but she (laughs) like she goes she she wouldn't do it right she said the coach goes here you have to go do the dead man's float and it was in a lake and she goes no there's all seaweed and stuff she goes I can't do it the coach called her Debbie I can't from now Mm -hmm. from for the rest of the summer camp my sister's 64 years old now. Guess what she refers herself as? Mm-hmm. I can't. Wow. Now that's, yeah. the, that's the stuff that shapes people and shapes their decisions and sends them in different directions. And man, we're just all here worthy. We are all just so worthy of the life we desire. You just mm-hmm. have to break out of it. You got to yeah. break out of it. Look around the room and see what you're surrounding yourself with. See who you're spending your time with and listening to. What's in your ears? What's on your eyes? Mm-hmm. It's so important. People just are out there walking around like zombies.
2: Yeah, you know. And for me, I was always just walking around like with a million things to do. You know, and it was like, oh, traumas. Oh, another one. Oh, what's another one? <laughs> Trauma. <laughs> you know. And I come from the you know the lineage and of patterns and pathology mm-hmm. of my mother who. You know, I, my mom is my best friend. We, we are constantly together, have conversations. But what I realized recently was that my mom was born during World War II. She escaped Lithuania. They were in DP camps for five years. I mean, she was – she grew up in trauma. There were people around her killing themselves. Yes. There were, you know, people around her getting killed. So it was like a really – um interesting childhood for her and you know it was a a childhood where they had to run from things they were fleeing so I said look how my mom my mom was raised fleeing with surrounded by trauma and saying whatever to it and then I'm looking at my life saying okay so my father died and it was like whatever you know that's just life um you know I fell off my horse and broke an ankle it was whatever (laughs) you know um Car accident, whatever, and it's like no, all of those things were just like impacted in me. You know, yes. it's like it's like that root canal. I needed, yes. I needed that root canal from from trauma. And I tell you, I didn't think it was like legit or real until we started discovering it. And I have a really great Reiki uh, practitioner who's been on the show, Karen. And then I did literally from March I think till September. Every Wednesday, we did this beautiful, the power hour where we just like cleaned all of the energy around us, thoughts, ancestral, family, lineage. Mm. And let me tell you, it was like the most liberating thing where I didn't even think I needed it. And then I was like, oh, I'm so glad I did it. So if you're listening tonight, I encourage you to do it. So choose love. I love that your photo, I'm looking at the screen right now and there's just (laughs) a big part that says choose choose love. So. How did you, the healing? Okay, there's so much to talk about. <laughs> I know, right? There is so much. All right, let's talk about, good. We talked about trauma. So now yeah. let's talk about the healing experience that helped you pivot into your own coaching business.
3: <sighs> Look, I just saw, when I had that experience, like I just transcended. I was having, so, I was supposed to have my hip surgery replaced last March, COVID canceled it canceled it three more times. Then I ended up having some blood issue, canceled it for the last time in November, right? Now they're trying to figure out I'm working with a hematologist, a lot of doctors office, a lot of bullshit. So I'm doing all the things I have to do to get healthy because I never took care of my health ever in my whole life, Mm. right? This healing experience gave me a glimpse into a life of no pain. Every step I've taken in the last eight months has been painful, because I need to get this hip redone. And then I had that healing experience. And even though it did, it only lasted about an hour and a half, I saw what the power of positivity can do. It's a There's a physical reaction.
2: What was the healing? What was it, if you don't mind sharing it?
3: Um, I was pain. Okay, so I was limping. I was to the point I was with a cane because my leg kept locking. Like I had to call an Uber to pick me up when I was walking my dog because I couldn't move. And...
2: Fritz Fritz the Wonder Dog.
3: (laughs) Fritz the Wonder Dog, yes. I love him. So I was home and I did that whole thing about writing down my three childhood memories. Mm
1: -hmm.
3: And I didn't cry when my parents died. I cried... When I wrote those things down and the healing started right after that, all of a sudden I was stretching and I had no pain. I was on the exercise ball. I had no pain. I did squats. I had no pain. I did jumping jacks. I had no pain. The whole time with my hands together, thanking the universe, hysterical crying because I had never experienced a life without physical pain. And I'm going to cry now just talking about it. it was I just, can too. <laughs> it was miraculous. It was miraculous. And the first time in my life, I felt worthy. Yeah. I felt worthy of
2: consideration anyway. And self-compassion.
3: Yes. Yeah. Radical, I, radical, I, oh, radical empathy, Max. Radical empathy.
2: Wow. We're both here crying because I feel that journey because that's the journey for so many people. They just hold on to so much shit that they don't know. Oh, to. You don't and even I'm, know until you I know. I do. It. I do because I did too. Yeah, but I you don't, don't know until you oh, know, right? I know. I know.
3: As wow. People so fixed in their little corners of the world and their opinions mm-hmm. and their and their it, pain. Yes. And they hold it and they carry it because it's like a trophy for some people. And because they get to be a victim or bitch yeah. about it or whatever, whatever it is, this you cannot, know, yes, the reasons, but well,
2: those you are know, some of them. I feel like a lot of people also become addicted to the pain because it's something that gives them something to talk about. So tonight, yes. if you're listening, no more pain. You gotta <laughs> exactly. do your work. Do your work. It is so rewarding when we do our work. It really is one of the most rewarding things. The fact now that that you're pain free is beautiful. You know, and I'm gonna do. So, what was the process you did? Just walk us through that with your childhood experiences, because like we need to do this. We need to do our work. So walk us through what you did exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. Um well it asked you to just write down your first 3 childhood experiences. Mm-hmm. Um and honestly I don't have any memories of my childhood mm-hmm. until I'm about 6 or 7. Okay. Um like you know, youngest of fourteen. I didn't meet my parents till I was six or seven. I'm sure. So, <laughs> um, and I wrote down something that happened. Something had happened at school, right? Mm-hmm. Um, something had happened at home with my brother in the laundry room, where like he actually chased me with a staple gun. Like, you had seven brothers. There's some shit going down every day, right? Of so, course, yeah. Um, and I just released that trauma. And while I was writing it the tears were welling and I wasn't even writing. This was like stream of consciousness. The pen Mm -hmm. was just going and I was Mm -hmm. letting it out. And like the universe was pushing it out of me. That's like the words. And then I had this experience and I forced myself to write down what I felt. And I felt like all the different parts of my body moving separately, all the muscles that are like waist down where my hip was having an issue. Mm -hmm. They were all moving independently. It was just I know it sounds crazy. And if somebody else told me this story, I'd be like, you are nuts. Lock her up. (laughs) Honestly. But the fact that I let go of that trauma, I let it out of my brain, like I brain dumped it onto a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. I showed myself some kindness by getting on the floor with this exercise ball and this resistance band, trying to help myself. You have to help yourself first. You got to help yourself first. You just can't sit there in the shit. You just can't sit in misery. Like Sherry says, you can't use misery as your compass. You've got to go to where the joy is. And mm. I was like, I have to do something for myself. And I started stretching. And I'll tell you what, I transcended this whole universe. I transcended this planet. It was like an out-of-body mm. experience. And I cannot tell people enough. You've got you've to get the ball rolling. And doing the work, you are so correct, Max. Like, mm. I was terrified, of course, know, I didn't want to know all this stuff that was making me the crazy chick that I am. Right. <laughs> like, I'm a, up, I'm a stand up comedian. My pain is my gain. Like exactly I'm paid, I'm paid to talk about this. Stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah, I totally hear that. You know, and it, it was so fascinating, too, is that. You know, once you listen, I know for a fact that we are the creators of our reality. Absolutely. I Absolutely, my mantra. I believe it. Ooh. You know, there's the three six nine project. Oh yes, I
3: just did that. Yeah. Yes, did
2: you? Yes. Oh, don't you love it? <laughs> oh, cool. oh, I got goosebumps.
3: I got goosebumps. I'm learning all sorts of new tricks and stuff. Yeah, and tricks. here's
2: what I know for sure: it's not that we're learning them; we're aligning with them because we already already knew them. Yep. You know, it's the Getting alignment. Aligned, yes, it's Getting the alignment. Is it's the something. frequency. It's the Ooh. frequency. And, and it's the synchronicity. Saying, look, I, I'm sorry. I'm getting... No, I'm getting, like, the joy chills. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so
3: funny because one time we were on with um, Kathy and Sherry, okay, and they couldn't get the song to cue up, right? Uh-huh. And, and somebody said, look, your frequency is so high, like, all your electronics are going That's bad. what happened to us at the beginning. And I totally... Like there's a hum in my body when I'm vibing and I'm aligning. Mm -hmm. My body is literally like humming along
2: in happiness. You know, I call it a spiritual workout. And that's when I just, I'm sitting here doing shows And, like, all of a sudden, it like, the moment takes over. I realize, like, okay, we're doing a show. You know, I forget because I feel like we're just having a good, you know, like, a conversation. We're on the phone. And then I just start sweating. And I'm like, okay, what's happening? Oh, (laughs) shit, here it goes. The spiritual workout. We're having a breakthrough. People are having a breakthrough. (laughs) You know, it's like those breakthrough moments where I know that when you share your story, I share my story. People will share their stories. And then all of a sudden, everyone's sharing their stories. And then all of a sudden, everyone's rising you know, up with that frequency of, no, we want to live better lives. We want to live happier lives. We want to live pain-free. We want to live, you know, where, like you said, we can do the brain dump. (laughs) Yeah.
3: You got to get it out of your head. You got to get it out of your soul. You got to get it out of your How do
2: we, how do we get the, how did you get the brain dump? I love brain dump. How did you brain dump it? (laughs)
3: Well, you know what? I write probably about two or three hours a day. Um, And now it's just second nature to me. But again, let yourself have a little quiet space and you'd be surprised Mm. the creativity that will come forth. It is amazing. And you have to practice, you have to really discipline yourself to write. How many times I have written a thousand jokes that I'm like, I'll remember that. No, Mm. I don't. I don't remember anything. You've got to physically sit down and write it down.
2: So let's talk about project three, six, nine, because it's all about writing down. Yes. How I'm loving it.
3: I'm loving it too. I just started it yesterday. I just—oh my god, I love it! I started it on the second. Okay, like TikTok is is like the thing, right? I want TikTok. I watch for all the manifestation, <laughs> manifestation <laughs> videos. I get so hooked on that. And I just learned about the three six nine thing two days ago, and I'm like, you know what? Let me do. What am I? I got nothing else to do. I haven't worked since March. Mm-hmm. like take this time, take advantage of it for the love of God. Don't waste yeah. this time. It's so special. And we're never going to have this opportunity again. I'm going to tell you COVID like this is my jam. I've been preparing for this my entire life. I love people being six feet away from me. I love isolation. <laughs> this is a beautiful time in my life. But again, it scared me because I spent so much time with myself and I realized I didn't like myself. I had to let all of that out.
2: Yeah. I and hear I you.
3: just started writing my stories and that, um, autobiography kit triggered a lot of stuff.
2: Yeah.
3: It has well, you know, the questions that you need. And anybody can look this up on Google, Autobiography Kit, and they'll give you like the top 15 questions to ask yeah. yourself and write down. Start there.
2: I love it. I love it. You know, so I have a book coming out um, um, and it's a cookbook and it's about my family's restaurant, Delmonico's. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Like, I really haven't spoken about it publicly yet, um, but it comes out fall of 22. People know about it, but they don't know like when it's coming out or who's publishing it. It's kind of sort of. But, um, you know, and like I'm going over my childhood and my remembrances of growing up in the restaurant and all these stories. And, you know, I've discovered that really to be a really good cook, to be a really good host, to be a really good entertainer, you have to be a storyteller. You know, it's like if you want to be a bartender, if you want to pour drinks, but if you don't, aren't able to tell stories, like your drinks are just going to be okay. It's all the storytelling behind it. And storytelling yeah. is so beautiful and writing your story is a form of storytelling. So what I want to know is because you write, I'm sure you found your purpose in writing, one of many purposes. So how did you find your purpose and what you want the future to be?
3: Well, I started um look, I've been in a man's world my whole life, right? I did corporate America forever. Um, so I was always, always like I said, the higher you get, the more men men there are on on every mm-hmm. floor, right? So you got to really brace yourself for that. Plus, I'm a stand up comedian. Plus, I have seven brothers. So I've been like embracing this masculine that male energy. energy. <laughs> oh my god, it's exhausting, Max. I can't. <laughs> like I had to find a little femininity in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's really, really what started me thinking about other women who have been in this position of mine. And again, like I've had everything and lost everything. I've gone from millions to food stamps. I've done all the things. I've never been more broke and more happy right now at this moment in my life. I don't even money isn't even that money is just an exchange. It's not even important to me right now. And I see these women stressing out. I see these women who are trying to start businesses, but they don't know how to use Canva. I see women that are trying, starting business. They don't know how to open an LLC. They don't know how to do tax. Like I am very good at business. Mm-hmm. Right. So my purpose is to help every women biz- business owner primarily because I do have some some male um, clients. Help them get a leg up and I want to give them my knowledge. All I want to do, Max, is save somebody some friggin' time because I stumbled through many, many years. I've made many mistakes. Nobody's perfect, but guess what? I learned from them and I remember them and I can teach them to everybody.
2: Yeah. Because and no I'll experience say, is ever wasted. I mean, no experience no, is ever absolutely. wasted. Ever, and you know never, what? never.
3: You have to let go of the bitterness to be able to understand that and to be able to teach this properly. Okay, so how
2: do you let go of the bitterness?
3: You can't walk around full of resentment. You've got to transcend it. You've got to right. meditate. You've got to get it out of your body. Look, right. I yeah. wish everybody well. Take And you gotta no
2: choose harm. love. You've got to do
3: choose. no harm and take no shit, right? Like I yeah. I'm choosing and I'm loving myself first. I've always put other yes. people before me. Me too. Always. Wait, when's your birthday? April twenty-fifth.
2: Yeah, I uh, me too. I always like was like, oh, made sure everybody's cup was full before mine.
3: Yeah, yeah, my cup's been empty forever. Well, you know, we were Catholic and we were taught. Oh, you too. <laughs> I'm sorry, we're all we've been afflicted. So they had this saying: joy, Jesus, others, yourself. So you yeah. were
2: taught from a young age to so like always. Oh, Isn't that the biggest oh, lie? Oh, it's such a fat lie. Yeah, well, it's you know, so are, so are a lot of religions. You know, it's like (laughs) when they're telling you others before yourself and then you're like, but Jesus said to love others like I love myself. But how do I know how to love others if I don't know how to love myself?
3: (laughs) No, I've been reading this book, Conversations with God, which is which has been opening up. How did I not ever hear of this book? What? Now I have all of them. Um, And that's been really clearing some things up for me because the Catholicism.
2: Is so ingrained in me. Yeah. You know, the answer I'll give you why you haven't found that book yet, because you weren't ready yet.
3: I wasn't ready. No, when when things pop up, it's when we're off. ready. You
2: know, Absolutely. it's when we're ready. The book that I'm continually reading, there's two of them, but one of them right now is, and I read it over and over the courage to be, Dis- uh, the courage to be disliked. <gasps> oh, that's good. And of course from Gordana Bernat, hashtag know the truth. Like those are my two go-tos, mm-hmm. but you know, I find it interesting. Um, Yeah. it's. I'm so glad you're here.
3: I'm so glad I'm here, too. I'm so glad you (laughs) found me. I was so shocked. Yeah. So surprised and flattered and honored and
2: all the things. We found each other, you know? Yeah. And like I I said, like, I always, like, you know, there's that saying, like, we're walking each other home. No, we're dancing each other home. Like, we need to, like, stop the walk, stop the run, and let's just enjoy and dance each other home. You know, know? it's so important to be,
3: I, I was always so worried about, um, next month and next year, and my goals and five-year plan yeah. and ten year plan. And I was never present. I was never ever in this moment. I robbed myself of joy my mm. whole life because I was thinking about my next move, my next dollar, my next pet, my next home, my next husband. Ha ha. There's not gonna be any more of those. So <laughs> I
2: learned. Yeah. Um, but now you say Fritz the Wonder Dog and how he saved my life. Speaking of did. dogs, so okay. how did a dog save your life? Because they do for many people. I was
3: um, I was really obese as a child, and mm. I've lost 100 pounds. Um, but my health, you know, my health is falling apart quicker than I can put it together because I, I have abused, mm. neglected, and really just done a number on my body. The 80s were real good to me, Max, real good, and. Mm. The damage has been done and I'm trying to pick up the pieces, but. My on, let's shift
2: that. Let's shift that consciousness and the I paradigm. To, because you're not trying, you're doing I am.
3: I am picking doing. it up. No, no. We're you're in doing. a whole different universe yeah. now. Yeah. But my depression <laughs> and anxiety got the worst of me.
2: I, yeah. Yeah.
3: And this yeah. dog came into my life that forced me to walk him three times a day. Oh. Who, if I was sad or not feeling well, came and just laid right on my neck. Yeah. Right. I would not leave my home. If it was not for this dog, yeah, the power of the the power of the dog. Yes, yes, the power of the dog. The power of the dog. Dog power, man. Forget girl power. Dog (laughs) Dog power. That's BDE, big dog energy. (laughs) Exactly.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. No, that's beautiful. But it's true. You know, we let our thoughts just take over and then something will shift the paradigm. And there's like, you know, especially when there's like another living thing that we have to be responsible for.
3: Yeah. Well, when you're living at home, that really just kind of fosters that whole nobody cares about me. I can be replaceable. Nobody notices I'm gone. Oh, no. Attitude.
1: Yeah.
3: When you're living alone and you don't have to answer to anybody. Mm-hmm. Like you can really lose touch with reality and your purpose and mm-hmm. living.
2: And even if you're living with people, you can too. Right. You know? Yeah, right. that's that's how the mind works. All right. So we've got to, you know, I, this is how fast time flies. We have a couple more minutes left and there's so many more things we've got to talk about. So Fritz, love talking about you. But now we got to talk about how <laughs> I learned to stop worrying and love the pandemic. How did uh, that happen? You wrote it. It's published. Congratulations. Thank you. How did thank you me. love? So how did you learn to stop worrying and love the pandemic? Uh, well you know it started
3: by just sitting myself down and learning to be present and learning to meditate. Um, I read a lot about David Lynch and transcendental meditation. I have I to love take it. The course. <gasps> Do it. Listen, I I'm I write. Do I, it. I, Amazing. I am, I'm, But I started transcending on my own. Like I actually went and like got my chakras cleaned and I got my cards read. And i you did your work. I floated around and I wrote a bunch of stuff down and I started making phone calls. This I started making phone calls to friends and family that Uh I have not spoken to in person in years. And I put some time in with people who genuinely loved me, Max. I'm going to cry again. Uh And I never thought it was there. Yeah. I just never felt it until I made that move, but I had to help myself, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So I think about back in my corporate, my corporate life, and my God, it was just never, never stop. When you own your own business, it's twenty four seven. And mm-hmm. I look like again; I just had no boundaries when it came to work.
2: Oh, I love boundaries.
3: I just well, now I do. I just <laughs> never had, like I'm going to stay until the work is done, and I'm going to get up and and go to the business breakfast and I'm going to go pitch that deal and I'm going to go close this thing and I'm going to go broker that loan. And it just didn't stop. And I never made the money that would collaborate with that amount of
2: work. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, here's what I've learned. And it's so true. The the commonality we all have is, do you hear me? Do you see me? Do I matter? The validation, mm -hmm. you know, and it's like absurd that we're still living in a society where women aren't validated for their worth. You know, it's like because if you were a man doing what you did, you would have been compensated time and time over again. Yes. You know, it's uh, it's well, that's why I had to
3: start my own business to get a yeah. fair shake, to get a very fair shot at a, at a fair wage. Yeah. But that's what I did. I validated, you said it, I validated myself.
2: I let myself self validation. It's amazing. Yeah. Compassion. It. Yeah. Yes.
3: <gasps> and I am important and I do matter and I'm, I'm so smart and I can help and I can contribute. Yes. It, it and doesn't... that's not being egotistical either. That's just affirming yeah. who you are. Well, I know exactly what I, I know what I bring to the table. Mary it's C lovely. Smith, oh, you're yeah. bringing,
2: you're bringing a lot of love to the table here on max and friends.
3: I'm giving it all. I'm giving all the love, but, you know, I'm loving myself first. And all of these people are coming into my life. All of it turns out my coaching business, all of my clients are in the health and wellness industry. So not only are they paying me to help them in business, Mm -hmm. they're teaching me how to get healthy.
2: Yeah. Oh, you're so aligned, girl. Do your thing. Well, speaking of alignment, you have a five day challenge coming up starting on February 8th. Tell us about your five day challenge and how we can sign up to do it.
3: Yes. Okay. So I am challenging everybody. Um, it's a Valentine's day challenge. I'm challenging everyone to fall in love with themselves and I'm going to help them do it. We're going to have some fun exercises. We're going to have some fun, you know, we're going to have some wine, some zoom classes. I have great, 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 amazing guests that I can't even believe volunteered to do my challenge. You can sign up by emailing me at OMG help is here at OMG,
2: OMG help is here at gmail.com.
3: Correct. Correct. And I'm on, I'm on all of the social media platforms and I'm, I'm touting it. So I actually called it from loving heels, like high heels to loving heels, like healed my heart because I love it. We went from corporate world to, I don't, I don't put heels on for anybody, baby. No. <laughs> Unless we're going to Smith and Walensky's. I'm not, I don't know.
2: Delmonicos, Delmonicos, Delmonicos. I meant Delmonicos. I'm in Miami. I'm in Miami. So wait, hold on, hold on a second. You're in Florida right now? Yes. I'm in Florida. Where? I'll tell you off the air. Okay, tell me off
3: the air because I just drove up to, I'll tell you. Nobody, cares we're, we're
2: going to talk about off the air. No, we're talking okay. about, no, we, no. <laughs> you know what? There's something that I learned a long time ago and we got to keep our private lives private, but we will yes. talk off the air. Okay. We will talk off the air. All right. So on Instagram, you're Oh My Girl Media. Yes. Right? Oh My Girl Media. Yes, I am. Oh My Girl Media. Everywhere. Okay. Um, yes, you can find me everywhere, or Mary C. Smith. I know there's a bazillion of us. So, you know, I can't get a good credit. No, but there's only one on oh my girl media. So go there. Yeah, correct. Right? Okay. Five day challenge starting on February eighth. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's going to so, be so much fun. It's gonna you know be my so birthday is Valentine's fun. Day. I know it is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the restaurant's opening in New York on your Valentine. I know. Day. My gosh. To twenty five percent. How? Uh, but at least it's something. You know. Yes. They yeah. need it. Listen, always in crisis, there's opportunity. That's just a fact. There is crisis, you know, there's opportunity in crisis and crisis and opportunity and whatever I just said, because I'm getting the cue that I got to wrap this up, but I don't want to. I I know me neither. And honestly, people don't make a move
3: until they're in crisis. I'm just letting you know, don't wait till there's a crisis, guys. Don't wait till something sucks so bad that you got to leave it. You can make the choice, cut your losses, walk away. It's all going to work out. That's it.
2: And it's already working out. That's the joy of it. (laughs) All right, yep. there's gotta, I got to read this because this is what I'm going to give everyone. What do you want people to take with them into this week? Oh, God, just some self
3: love and put yourselves first. And not everything has to get done. Stop stressing yourself out to get everything done. Because guess what? It doesn't all have to get done, and you don't have to do it.
2: Oh, I love that. And you know what? Have a beautiful no. But this is what I'm going to leave you with. This is you ready to have your mind, your whole being. <laughs> you're, like, you're going to have a shift shift happens and it's happening here on max and friends. Okay. Um, wait, I can't wait. I got this quote. It's going to change. It's going to really, the paradigms right now, they're going to be shifted. Y'all tweet me at maxucci, Instagram me at maxucci. Let me know what this does for you. All right, here we go. This is what I want you to all take into this week. And then Ronan, I promise I'm going to wrap it up. Take into this week. The cells of your body aren't old. They keep regenerating. They are new. Your body has the potential of being as young and vital as it has ever been. You don't have old cells. You just have an old attitude about your new self. Ooh. Ain't that I'll the you a truth. standing O. You're getting a standing O right now. I love that. So take that into this week with you and also take into this week with you self-compassion, self-love, and love yourself. I always say, go in the mirror, tell yourself I love you, and make out with yourself. Get in front yeah. of that mirror <laughs> And may, I listen. Make out with yourself in the mirror. Y'all might think I'm freaky and crazy and whatever, but that's okay. You know what? Because I have the courage to be disliked. And I'm telling you right now: go in the mirror, tell yourself I love you, and I dare you to make out with yourself this week. And also, I dare you to take the five day challenge that Mary C Smith is doing starting February eighth. Go right now to her Instagram at Oh My Girl Media. Follow her there. Sign up and keep us posted. You know, if you if there's an extra slot and you need someone to fill in, I am available because I would love to join this train with you. So oh, my God, need, I would love I'm it I'm there. All right, cool. I, we've got to wrap this up. So thank you so much. I'm calling you after the show. OK. All right. So on that note, I love you all for tuning in. Thank you so much to my guest, Mary C. Smith, for joining me and to Sharon Agati for the song. Lead me to the water. Be led to the water this week and give love to yourself. Valentine's Day, my birthday. We'll talk about that later. I got to go. I love you all for listening. Until next time. Remember, good night and good karma and take life to the max. I'm your host, Max Tucci for Max and Friends.